ladies and gentlemen, how are we going? Welcome back to Arrow Slingers. Uh, the Wollongong slash New South Wales Darts Masters all wrapped up. We'll keep it short, sharp and crisp tonight um, because we've got more darts coming up. So no time to, no time to waste. I did think this was going to be a bit of a slow month and we could do some more work and research, but uh, lots happening. It's all happening down here in Australia. It's the big month for us. Uh, but yeah, Johnny Clayton back on the winner's list. Good to see the ferret win. Uh, he's just an absolute weapon. So yeah, uh, yeah, just amazing. Uh, I, how good was Gillen Price versus Fallon Sherrick? Um, he was fantastic in that match. Once I saw him play that match, I thought there's no way at all that he will lose this event. I thought the whole thing, let's get me microphone semi in shot. Not too much. Oh, that's a big microphone. Um, yeah, I didn't think there was a chance he'd lose at all throughout the whole weekend. Once he put up that performance, a 110, almost 110 average, just sensational by, by Gezi Price. Uh, he, he played the crowd beautifully in that one. Like a lot of the times, it's something he does have to deal with, whether he sometimes he can deal with the booze pretty well, the whistling none of them can ever deal with. But sometimes it does get to him. But this match where everyone's always on Fallon Cherrick's side, even when... She's been playing the locals. They've been right on her side. They're always going to be generally. Um, but, yeah, so this was an interesting way to, to do it. He was just absolutely dominant but also just kept it nice and hush-hush. Wasn't too much emotion, but she never really threatened him like as good as she – she played okay, um, but girl and price was just a class above, which is on a lot of people all the time. And just got on with the job and did what he needed to do, 6-0 win in that one. Uh, only one qualifier – Made it through. I did tip four to five, but yeah, only one, and that was the wizard Simon Whitlock, and he played beautifully in his match to get through. Um, just looked outstanding. Again, uh, didn't follow it up this time though. Followed up with a bit of a. He seemed to do that the whole way through so far, both at Queensland and Wollongong. It was an outstanding first up performance, and then not as good second time up, which is happening a lot in the uh, floor tournaments. He's getting through the first round most of the time even to the second and third, but he's just having one dodgy – not dodgy, but like mid-80s average performance, and it's just not quite holding him up in good stead. He's just not getting through. Like a lot of players at the moment – not at the moment, but you see a lot of them, they'll average in those mid-80s, high-80s to 90s and really get away with it, but he's just not getting away with anything at the moment. Now, every time he has a okay performance, he's just not getting it done. The other players playing too well, which – Sucks for him, but it is what it is. Um, but yeah, it was a, it was an awesome win over his bunny, his bunny MVG. So I think the stats have it as five in a row now against Michael Van Gerwen. So to have it over a player of that caliber means that he's still right up there as one of the best players in the world at the moment. Not many people have a solid record against Michael Van Gerwen. So he is the man for the occasion, the wizard. Um, both Mel Cumming and Damon Hedder took their matches to a last leg decider, so they were the best performing players out of the Oceanic guys. Uh, Damon Hedder, he was overcame a, almost overcame 106 average from Bully Boy. Uh, Michael Smith was on his tail all game. Damon threw first. I'm pretty sure it went the whole way through right to the last leg without a break of throw. Um, it He did look pretty threatening, Michael Smith, most of the game. I thought there's a chance that Damon will go to that last leg and, and win it, but it was also... Back of your head, it was like, mm, he may get pipped at the post here. And that's what happened. He's just, Michael Smith was just playing too well to, for Damon to keep him 
at bay forever. But um, that's Michael Smith in a nutshell. He's just he's a power scorer, and he is when his finishing's going, he's a really tough opponent. So Damien was sort of just holding his throw, getting that done. He wasn't really threatening in the legs. Michael Smith won. Uh, Michael Smith threw first in, maybe one or two. He was there, but not not a lot of them. Uh, Mal Cumming, he was maybe 5-2 five, five, or 5-3 up over Fallon Sherrick and probably should have won from there, but Fallon got her game back on track again. She was in that mid to low 70s average for a bit, pushed that right up to 80-plus in the last little bit and overcame Mal Cumming. So a bit of a bit of a chance gone for big Mal Cumming, but um, he'll be better for it, and he's, he's a gun, Mal Cumming. So he's heading over to New Zealand for the Hamilton Darts Masters, so looking forward to seeing him over there. Uh, Ray O'Donnell and Dave Marlin both hold their heads up high. They had pretty good performances, gave a good account of themselves. So well done to those two lads. Uh, it was the first I'd seen of Ray O'Donnell, and he looked pretty solid. He kind of reminds me of uh, oh the Spanish Spanish guy. I can't remember his name. Uh, Cristo Reyes reminds me of Cristo Reyes mainly for looks. But um, yeah, they both played pretty well. Marlon, I think that was his first leg that he got on the board. To take three legs off Joe Cullen is an absolutely outstanding performance. Joe Cullen is a superstar of the darts. And so to get three legs off him, well done, especially after getting beaten 6-0 last week to bounce back like that. Dave Marlon, hats off to you, mate. James Wade beat Dimitri Vandenberg 6-0 in the quarters. Didn't see that coming. Um, we all know what James Wade can do if you give him a chance, but just didn't see Dimitri falling over like that. I think he averaged 86 or something along those lines. Um, that's un-Dimitri-like and... Yeah, but James Wade did what he needed to do. Uh, yeah, then then James Wade beat Girl and Price seven three in the semi. So well done, to James Wade. He made a made a final. He hasn't had the best record. A lot of the upsets you see, you go back through the times and have a look at who's upset who. And James Wade's right at the top of the list of getting beaten in the early rounds of the World Series events. So yeah, he'll be happy with that, and we'll see if he can back it up in Hamilton. Um, I'll give it another mention now, the James Wade 2016 Sydney Darts Masters versus Reese Matheson. Um, yeah, that's all I need to say because we all know what happened in that match and how much I love that match. A, it was a bit of a demolition job by Johnny Clayton, though, all the way through. So he won 6-1 over Hopi, got his revenge. Uh, Hopes was solid, but not as not as good as he was the week before. The week before, his scoring was absolutely sensational and didn't look like missing anything. That just wasn't quite there, and Johnny Clayton was a class above where he was last week. A 6-4 over Bully Boy. It was an eight-point difference in the averages in that one. It was a 99 to 91, but Johnny Clayton was still able to get a 6-4 win, so well done in that regard. A 7-1 win over Joe Cullen. That's no mean feat, and 8-1 over James Wade in the final. So Johnny Clayton got on an absolute tear and took out the Queensland Darts Masters uh, sorry, New South Wales Darts Masters, and back to winning, which is what Johnny Clayton always does pretty well. Uh, there was a few people writing him off earlier this year, sort of after the Worlds. He was doing well at the Premier League, but not quite there. And then once he didn't win the Premier League, there was a lot of people writing him off saying, yeah, he's done now. He's had his dash. He's had his couple of years of good fortune, but you can never write off a superstar like that. And his attitude towards darts is absolutely fantastic. So... You're never going to dominate. It's so difficult to dominate darts at the moment. Gerwin Price, Michael Van Gerwen, Peter Wright, when he's up and about, all can basically win every tournament they're in. 
but not in the dominant fashion that Michael Van Gerwen and Phil Taylor in the past have done. So, but the, the, the next rung of players, there's right up to 32 in the world, I think, are, are red. You wouldn't be surprised if they won any of the majors that come up. You'd be like, oh, wow, that is absolutely outstanding. But you wouldn't sit there and go, nah, nah never even won in a million chance he was going to win. Any one of them can get on a tear and going. Like you looked at Stephen Bunting could get on a tear and win. Uh, Mencia Silovic has won majors before. All those sort of players, you know, Rob Cross is number 10 in the world at the moment. Nathan Aspin was moving his way up. He is an absolute star and could win any tournament that he's in. So you're never going to dominate. So Johnny Clayton not winning something for a couple of months is not a surprise. And, yeah, great to have him back on the winner's list. And there was a bit of a success story, Wollongong Darts Masters, I think. I questioned the where they're hosting the events. Um, I thought that Perth and Brisbane were the chances of the, the right decision just based on the Brisbane is huge. Darts is huge here in Brisbane, especially north side of Brisbane. It's nuts, absolutely nuts. Every Everywhere's got a league that's going gangbusters, got numbers left, right and centre, the quality, the talent's all there. Everyone loves it. Uh, Perth is similar. Uh, all the There's so many quality players over there. Everyone loves it. Um, so Townsville was pretty good. The crowd were a bit, bit quiet, um, except for the whistling, which is something we definitely don't want. But then down in Wollongong, the crowd was fantastic. It was noisy, like probably that's the best atmosphere I've seen at a World Series event here in Australia out of since 2013 they've been doing it. Obviously, we had two years off, 2020 and 21 through a coronavirus, but yeah, it was absolutely fantastic. So hats off to Wollongong. I think they'll get it again next year. Townsville, I don't know if they'll do that again. Will they try another regional area or will they bring it to Brisbane? I'm not sure. Probably, you're probably looking at Melbourne, I reckon, Melbourne next year. We'll probably get it, whether they take it regional or just go to Rod Laver. I think they'll probably just take it down to Rod Laver. We'll see how accurate my knowledge is with that in a little while. They probably won't even wait that long to make that decision. So now we move on to the Hamilton New Zealand Darts Masters. Uh, It's the last one before the World Series of Darts Finals, which are in a month or two, I think, if my memory serves me correct. So you've got the same eight PDC stars. So let's run through it. You've got Gerwin Price, Michael Van Gerwen, Michael Smith, James Wade, Fallon Sherrick, Johnny Clayton, Joe Cullen, Dimitri Vandenberg. Uh, the same three tour card holders from the Oceanic region, so Gordon Mathers, Simon Whitlock, and Damon Hedder. Uh, Aussie qualifier for that one is Mal Cumming. He's making his way over. He won the qualifier for the New Zealand Arts Masters. And the New Zealand qualifiers, so number one and two on the DP New Zealand, which I think is a system that the DPA should have adopted, have two qualifiers and the top two on the DPA rankings, but our DPA rankings obviously aren't a reflection, a real reflection of what's happening because that would have probably have Danny Porter ahead. I think he's one that got the most points. And he's definitely not the number one in Australia. He's a gun, but he's definitely not the number one player in Australia. The number one player in Australia is Raymond Smith. And followed by Justin Miles, who both didn't compete. And they're prop they're pretty high up, I think, on the DPA rankings, but they're not one and two. But it is a system that I think works. So once we get back to playing in venue. That is definitely the system that should be used, not having four random qualifiers that not everyone can make it to. Um, so, yeah, number one and two on the DPNZ is Ben Robb and Warren Parry. 
The qualifiers, Bernie Smith and Caden Milne, a guy I've never heard of, but I'm looking forward to seeing. Um, I haven't been able to find too much on him at the moment. Um, now, Bernie Smith and Warren Parry are both legends of New Zealand darts. Both have been on the big stage before. Warren Parry, plenty of times he's played in the World Cup. Uh, he's played at a lot of the World Series events. Potentially holds the biggest upset in World Series history. It was 5-1 down against Michael Van Gerwen back in 2013, Sydney Darts Masters, I think, and came back and won that 6-5. So that was it's one of the biggest upsets in darts history ever. And, yeah, so he's got that under his belt. He's had a few other good performances. I said he had a couple of good runs at the World Cup. And Bernie Smith is just a legend of darts New Zealand. He's been playing for a long time and see a lot of him. And they've both got very solid throws. Whether they can get it done on the big stage is another story. We will see that soon. So the draw, unfortunately, Damon Hedder and Simon Whitlock are on the same side again. They keep getting drawn on the same side. So Dimitri Vandenberg against Simon Whitlock. I think Whitlock wins that. Dimitri's last performance wasn't that great. Maybe he's a bit tired. He's done a lot lately. Uh, late call-ups to a few of the World Series events and with the match play and a few Euro Tour events on. He's had a pretty busy couple of months, so maybe they might all be running out a bit a bit out of steam, but the quality was there at Wollongong, so we'll see how they perform. I think there may be a little bit of fatigue involved, but it's good news for the, our qualifiers if it is, if there is, but like the likes of Simon Whitlock and Gordon Mathers would be just as... Just as worn out, they played a lot of stuff before they came over for these three events. And Simon Whitlock lives in England now, so this is his similar scenario for him. He is also travelling and touring, so not really a, a break back home. Damon Hedder definitely had a break back home. Gordon Mathers, um, I don't think, went home. It's probably the first time he's been home since he went over for the World Championships and got stuck over there when he when COVID hit, and he then went and got his tour card. So, um, yeah, we'll see how he goes. Back to the draw, Simon Whitlock, Dimitri Vandenberg, Simon Whitlock to win that one. Uh, Joe Cullen, Damon Hedda, they've played, I think they played in Brisbane. Brisbane, maybe, not sure. They definitely played round one of the match play and Joe Cullen was far too good. I don't see that happening again. I think uh, Damon Hedda wins that. It was absolute bloodbath, the world match play round one. Uh, I think Damon was a bit starstruck by that stage and knowing that he is now a chance to win a lot of stuff. So I think that'll be gone and he will win against... Joe Cullen. Uh, James Wade, Gordon Mathers. I think Gordon will get this one done. I think he needs to. He needs to continue to build his confidence and get himself up and about, ready for an assault on the Pro Tour once he gets back. Get himself to the Worlds. We've said this before, and keep his tour card. Uh, Gerwin Price versus Ben Robb. Ben Robb is, like, along with Hopi, he is the New Zealand Basically, number one, they're sort of backwards and forwards. I know Hopes isn't the number one, and it is actually Ben Robb, but Hope I is probably your, your, your best player in New Zealand at the moment. He's doing a lot of stuff over in uh, the UK, and he's just he's a gun. So is Big Rig Ben Robb. That's his name, Big Rig Ben Robb, because he is a tall dude. He is a, he's a weapon. Um, if he turns it on, he's a chance, but I think Gerwin Price is probably in a pretty good form at the moment and probably too good. Uh, MVG versus Bernie Smith. I think Michael Van Gerwen gets that one done pretty well. Uh, Johnny Clayton versus Mal Cumming. Johnny Clayton's just played himself into form, so unfortunately I don't see Mal getting up in that one. But don't count him out. He's he's a star, Mal Cumming. He's got a very solid throw, and I think he's he's a chance, but I don't know. Johnny Clayton's just won Wollongong Darts Masters, so 
we'll see. Uh, Bully Boy versus Warren Parry. Michael Smith is similar. He's in very good form. There was a bit of a blip on the radar at the Wollongong Darts Masters there in that, I think, semi-final. First, Johnny Clayton. Maybe it was a quarterfinal, but he had two very good performances. Yeah, quarterfinal, I think. Two very good performances and was very unlucky not to beat Johnny Clayton with that sort of average, the 99 average to 91, and have 106 against Damon Hedder, as we said. So, And finally, Fallon Cherrick versus Caden Milne. I can't even really comment on that because I don't know I don't know Caden Milne at all. Um, I'm excited to see him play, but I think Fallon will... She'll put in a good performance this time around. She's done it a few times now. She's had a few average performances and then really bounced back, and I think she's due for that big bounce back. Um, yeah, we won't do too much more. That'll that'll just about wrap it up. I've got a big afternoon of running around with my pants down, basically, this afternoon. So we'll, I think we'll tip from there. So we've got all my semi-tips. I think you can look at it. Um, Probably, let's go, I think Johnny Clayton. No, I think Michael Van Gerwen makes the final from the bottom half of the draw and Damon Hedder from the top half of the draw make the final. And probably Michael Van Gerwen to win the New Zealand Darts Masters. I just think Damon's probably not quite there. He's performed pretty well um, with no luck so far. He's been in every match he's played. He hasn't been blown away. He's been right there. I think most of his matches have gone to last league well, I say most of the World Series down. I know he's only played two. They've both gone to, they have both gone last leg deciders because Gerwin Price almost pulled out a nine data and then there was the one against Michael Smith. So Damon Hedder to make it through to the final. That luck's going to surely, his bad luck will run out and he'll get some good luck and he'll make it through to the final. And it'll be a cracker against Michael Van Gerwen in the final, I reckon. And But I do think Michael Van Gerwen will just get it over the line. No, let's change it. We'll go Damon Hedder. Uh, Michael Van Gerwen's going to be Pretty worn out, I reckon, and ready to go back home. So, yep, Damon Hedda will win the New Zealand Arts Masters and then probably sew up the Kyle Anderson Memorial Trophy, just pipping the wizard at the post. Um, so let's, yep, wrap that up. What we can do next week is go back through all the World Series events, look forward to the World Series finals, have a bit of a browse over the second half of the year, um, have a look at when the Oceanic Masters is coming up so we can get our second qualifier for the Worlds sorted and really just set ourselves for a big second half of the year with majors coming at us from left, right and centre and just enjoy the darts. So thanks for listening in. If you want to join in the show or listen again, do so. See you next week.